you know it's like in my mind i see myself as is you know the the overarching is a healer warrior you know i see myself in the healing uh, profession, you know, not not just wanting to learn chiropractic, but learning Reiki and myofascial and trigger point and mindfulness and nutrition and exercise and stress reduction. You know, it's like I like all those schools of thought. And then in the warrior side, you know, it's like I feel like I'm a soldier. I like the fight training stuff like that. These are the things that that I want to do. <laughs> As we enter, come the quick to one of the biggest adventure. Must be dementia that you ever thought you could touch our credentials. What's the initials? You be jam rock the lyrical official, send out the order, laws and the rituals. Burn candles, say prayers, paint mirrors. It is truth, we big news, we hood heroes. For us to anchor, we come to bunker. On a bad man, we not play Willy Wonka. And I got the guns, I got the ganja. And we can blaze it up on your block if you wanna, or haze it up, stash spots in a hummer, or you can run up and get done up. Or get something that you want, none of. Unlimited amount to collect. From us, direct from us, street intellectuals And I'm shrewd about decimals And my man to speak patois And I can speak rap star, y'all feel me Even if it's in Swahili, a body Ghani Missouri Sana, switch up the language I move to Ghana Salute and honor, real revolution rhymers Red in piranhas, like two Obamas Unfold the drum Truth tellers What it do what it does it is your host with the most sunny day son diesel son of the sun son of man son of god deeply embedded in the flesh trying to get out amen and this is the podcast tell me the truth yo 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 let's do it y'all uh you can get in contact with us at www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com there you'll find our links to instagram facebook and twitter google plus reddit and every other thing I'm forgetting to say right now. And everything. So, yeah, that's about the business end of it right now. If anybody wants to advertise, let me know. Other than that, um, hmm, other than that, we just finna get right on into it. Quick little intro on this episode. This episode, my man Craig came over, hollered at me. Man, we got deep. Talked about a whole bunch of stuff from jujitsu, Reiki healing, mindfulness, meditation yoga fitness diet nutrition trunk we said we talked about everything man this is a five episode so i'm gonna tell you right now i'm not even gonna make y'all wait for it you already know what time it is hit us up let us know with no further ado season two episode 31 the battle within with cred signs go get it i'm thinking about the good old days now quick they slip away But I'ma be fine, I'ma be fine, I'ma be alright Slide it up and let it roll Let it burn real slow Cause we all know it's gonna be alright Like I've heard of them, 
but I don't really know their music like that. I know for a fact that I heard of them. Yeah, they're you know they definitely tour. They definitely tour. And then so there's that. There's as we enter, and then there's doggone um, this other one that I just like that. It's it's like I don't even know where it's from. I think the guy's like Italian or something. Mm. Let me come up to the top. But I like how it lifts off. And this is Soja? No, this is uh, Fabri Fibra or something. It's in a different language altogether. Oh, okay, you know? okay, okay. So I don't know what any of it means. I think he's saying panic. But, but I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then he, I don't know, but it, he'll start rapping in it. So I don't know what any of that means. I hope. That's kind of dope, though, because even though you don't know what it means, it's dope. It's, yeah, it's super catchy, man. I'd be like, uh. <laughs> and I like that. Mm-hmm. That almost sounds like Spanish a little bit. I, I think he's got some Italian. I think he's like an Italian white rapper or Do something like that. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Not at all. No? Mm-mm. I don't either. No. I speak a little Portuguese now. <laughs> Portuguese. I need. The Portuguese. So I can get a, get a little bit of that going. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Just the basics. So what's been going on with you, brother? I think it's been a long time since episode three. Since episode so three, three. Yeah, I was in there in the like, top five. Like time ten now. We're at episode thirty-one. Yeah, man. It's gonna be thirty-one. Uh huh. Yeah, man. It's been a long. Gosh, has that been a year and a half now? Yeah. It's so funny because it pops up in my Facebook feed. Uh huh. And I'd be like, Oh man, I got I got to get back on the podcast. I got to get back on the podcast. <laughs> kind of trapped uh, into doing it now. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing is, is my recording software messed up. So now I'm using a different recording software, and it's not. This is Fruity Loops, so we're recording uh-huh. Fruity Loops right now, which is more of a beat production software. Uh-huh. But I can, you know, tweak it. To oh do yeah, this. to take voice. But the and other one was a lot more interviews. easy. Like I could mix in like thirty <laughs> minutes. This one, I'm just like two days later. I'm like, Why it's is a this pain. Shit so complicated. <laughs> Still trying to edit yeah. it. Still trying to but, get uh, it all together. Definitely had to bring it back, man. Uh-huh. Definitely had to bring it back. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's like you got a nice setup out here. It looks comfy. It looks like your space. Yeah, this is, yeah, you know, and I feel like every guy needs this. You definitely have to have your retreat, a place where you can kind of get away and just, it's almost like this is my real room. Yeah, <laughs> I'm know? convinced that every guy needs this. I just turned 40. Yeah, I mean, and every, I, I would go to say every person because I feel like, you know, females need their space too. That's usually the Women rest of the house. their space. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> well, it's, it's like, like the they relegate the guys to the smaller part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm out here in a shed, but. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> like, they need their space too. Uh, I guess that is the rest of the house over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, I remember when I moved in, um, you know, it's like all the things that I brought to the house ended up getting donated or sold. Nah, like <laughs> you my know. shit is not really like keeper stuff. Yeah, it's not keeper stuff. Not I don't know stuff. what happened to it all. Oh. <laughs> I ended up with my books and my clothes. That was kind of the... And that was it. And that was that was what I held on to. You know what well, I mean? Well, but you know, it's like my taste and shit is different. And it changes <laughs> you know? over time, too. It changes, but you know, I'm not really decorative or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I just got basic functioning stuff. Yeah, like... 
practical practical stuff. stuff yeah i mean it's like it ain't you know when when you look at my plates and my forks and my pictures on my wall it's just it's just pretty plain yeah, stuff. straightforward yeah well i know i wanted to kind of do some stuff out here because i'm gonna try to build uh like you a just need to hang that there. heavy bag that's well, all you gotta do out here you just you know, gotta hang that heavy bag and like i said Oh, did you bring the Andre Galvao book? No, I didn't. Ah. I was on my way and I forgot it, but I'll tell you all about it. Tell me all about it. Okay, because what I want to do is put a uh, covered area out there and take all of this stuff out. Uh-huh. Because one, I'm going to try to do the shaved ice smoothie business that yeah. I was telling you about. But I also want to like put some mats in the area. I like have some ones that I can click together and do like... Because I have, as you see, I got the ball and I got the uh, heavy bag. So I can drill my face I've been off. using that fitness ball the a fitness lot. Ball. That Swiss ball. And that's helped me with a lot of top pressure. And it's helped me to switch my hips. Yeah. And you know who I've seen do a lot of stuff with that? Jeff Glover. Jeff Glover. I Jeff looked up Glover his stuff. Is... I can do a couple of his things now. Really? I can do that around the world where I where I switch from like a seated to a knee position to a seated oh, position. Oh, on the ball? On the ball. Really? Over and over again, both directions. Really? Yeah. It's a little triangling of the legs. It's the neatest little thing. But you know what? That is what I'm trying to... That's why I said I started going to jiu-jitsu more as a blue belt because it's weird it's like i have the blue belt and it's almost like everything got pushed right out of my fucking mind it's like my mind went blank again so it's almost like i'm relearning everything again in a different way yes like more tight you're more higher effective. up the mountain you're definitely higher up the and mountain it's so weird because it's a little switchback you, know you know what i was telling a guy i was like or sarah uh-huh. uh, i was like you'll never really notice how good you're progressing because everybody else is progressing too you know, the only way you'll figure it out is when somebody doesn't come for a long time and they come back. And then, you'll be like, oh. and then they get wrecked. But if you're training with the same people, it's like, man, I'm just, I'm just you know, it's not really clicking. It's like they and always then, got your number. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, but everybody's always progressing. And that's why you, like, can't stop going. Yeah. Because if you stop going, who wants to be the person to come back and it's just like, hey, you guys, and get, you know, smashed. <laughs> but that's why I feel like I need to train a little harder to get that center of that control of myself actually i think it's an organic process so you know it's like you now know what you need you know at this point and so yeah, you'll start yeah. to practice that stuff you know yeah. in the beginning you didn't necessarily need all the, i mean it would have helped to have you know all yeah. the top pressure but you're working on different parts of your game of you know that were how to hold yourself and posture your arms and your body. Yeah, exactly. Your that made more sense at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, now that you got that stuff under wraps, you know, it's like you can move on to like the next cool part of it. The next cool part of it. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm trying to do is just, and, but and the other thing too is I can see where I was at in newer people also though, because I can see the like, the not understanding the pressure and not understanding that when you move on this guy, pick up your knees and use them to rest the rest of your weight on. Like, it's on your feet and him or it, whoever it is. You know, don't put your knees down. Just nicely grind through their body. Yeah. You know. And you know, and, and, and using my legs has been a big part of my, you know, has been something jujitsu has taught me. You know, it's like I was all upper body. You know, it's it's I, I'm I'm this bench press guy, okay, so I like okay. to grab and you know pull into my like upper body. You know, bring them into my bosom. Yeah. You know, but but now <laughs> that I them. <laughs> exactly now now that I can use my legs, I know how to create space and and kind of piston action and you know kind of be springy with my legs, and then mm. you get them 
you're pushing while they're trying to drive in and then you open it up and trap is set yeah exactly you know i saw something that the andre galval did i saw it this weekend or something and i tried it and it worked pretty well for grip brakes because i don't know what the hell is going on but i need to work on my grip brakes or maybe the people who get the really good grips on your higher belts <laughs> i've been noticing i'm like uh-huh. That's a hard grip to break. (laughs) And I seen him do this move where he'll like back up and just boom, kick the shit out of their hands. (laughs) Because he has those short, thick legs. Uh So I was trying that on, what's the day? Thursday? Monday, because we rolled Monday. Uh And and it works like a charm. A motherfucker won't let go. Just scoot your butt back and bam, kick the shit out of their wrist. Get that left piece of shit off me. I'm like, fuck, you know. That's something else, you know, I'm trying to work on. But, uh, oh, Wendy. (laughs) <laughs> very windy very windy people uh but yeah man but like i said 2017 is going to be a good year for that yeah and we're getting a new location so i think it's going to be a good year for that and they say they're going back to 11 all the way across the board yeah see now that's going to be a ticket for me you know i <clears throat> the the hard part for me these days is kind of politics of you know jujitsu well, I, I wish there was like one headquarters where you know it's like one flag and it's like everybody just showed up and it was like yeah, it's almost like church in a way. You know, it's like everybody believes the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's different schools of thought is what it boils down mm-hmm. to in jujitsu at this point. And now everybody who wins a belt can have their own school of thought. You know, I mean, really? Yeah, and if sure. If you have four good years in jujitsu, you're a superstar and you can open schools and all you got to do is win Abu Dhabi or, you know, one of these other worlds or Pan Am or something and or do like Aquina Cornelius or mm-hmm. Marcelo Garcia, which are or Andre Gavel, which are they. Earnably, they earn their name and sure, jiu-jitsu. yeah, they're phenoms. You know, and then famousness wanted, right now, uh-huh. you know. But it's not like it used to be where it was just you know, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu and everybody is like you're saying under one school of thought at uh-huh. least. You know, the schools of thought are changing as the techniques change. Uh-huh. So one person may say, "Well, this is sports BJJ and it's not practical in the streets." Well, that's true. But if you fighting a motherfucker that don't know nothing but just brawling. And if you're training against guys that are live sparring with you, heavy resistance, you know, five minutes a match, three to five rounds every time that's you train. Regardless. That's real. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like real. nobody really wants to lose that much. And, and so, real. you know, next thing you know, you're putting, you know, 20, 30 minutes in with people that are really trying to go for oh, you. And if that doesn't toughen your core fibers up or, you know, some limp-wristed soft in the bread basket <laughs> guy wants a piece, you know, it's like, yeah, go ahead and swing a couple rounds. You know, it's like, you know, I, I can swing just as well as you can. You know, I have zero training in it, but, you know. But do, and you know, I was thinking that wouldn't be a bad But don't idea. let me get close. Don't let me get close. Don't get in the bosom. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I was, that wouldn't be a bad idea to try, since, especially for us since we do quote unquote <coughs> Gracie jujitsu, is to maybe put on some headgear and have the other person have on gloves and then have them actually try to hit you, you know? I'm firmly you, convinced that it would be a very short fight. Not saying you, but just like all of us in general. Like to see, can we actually use the stuff when somebody is trying to hit you? We have on headgear and shit, but actually, you know. I'm trying to get knocked out of no shit, but, you know, just see, can you do the technique when somebody's trying to hit you in your shit? I wish. You know, sometimes it's like when I go out, you know, it's like, I, w- I wish somebody would <laughs> try somebody. <laughs> it would be, you know, it's like if, if I wouldn't catch a felony for it, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. if I wouldn't lose my license, I would love, you know, I have this whole different vibe around 
physical altercations. Okay. Well, yeah. You're in the military, right? Yeah, I was. Oh, okay. uh -huh. But then, you know, it's like I didn't want to fight. You know, it's like I was scared to fight. It wouldn't have been something. I never did any combat time or went okay. overseas or anything like that for all the oh, veterans okay. out there. You know, it's like I was oh. all peacetime, you know. Oh, okay. I did. Okay. I did my time in, but, you know, I never got the call. Okay. 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 That makes sense. So I was scared. You know, it's like I would still be, I would have been scared to fight for sure. And now, you know, it's like, I wish. I, I kind of wish. <laughs> but I know better. You know, it's like, it's just. It's like a male thing, too. <clears throat> and, and I, like, I was at a friend's place yesterday, and it's like, I want to teach people how to choke. If you're a grown ass man, I want to teach you how to choke because it's so funny when you're like, okay, choke me. And we're people who can handle a choke. You know what I mean? Yeah, your, your choke has to be just so for it to, to work. Really do something. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like you can just sit there and try and put your arms all around my neck, but it's like, yeah, and get out of here with to put that. The chin in. Yeah, exactly. So like, as you're grabbing it, I'm just like. Yeah, exactly. Tuck that shoulder <laughs> in, put the chin down, get a hand across. It's like you're not going anywhere with that. No. So I want to teach I want to teach guys how to choke a motherfucker out. You know, it's like I just think that's. I wonder what there'd the be fun. a market for male self defense, where it's not because like what we do isn't male self defense. It's like a little more than that. Mm -hmm. It's like some real shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you know how they do like women's self defense. So like a woman can come to jujitsu and get the whole gambit of self defense and how to do this combat art. But then you have a women's self-defense class where they're going to teach you elements of it that you can just use in a pinch situation if you're in an altercation. But do they do those kind of things for men? You know, and, and I, I like the idea of a women's self-defense, but I feel like it's more of a something to introduce them to, you know, the, the bigger picture. World, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like you can learn some tools, I would say, in, in a self-defense class, but it's not going to be, I don't really feel like it's going to be practical enough. You're going to forget it right away. You know what I mean? You may yeah, hold on to something. Yeah, you're not drilling and you're not practicing. And it. you won't know if somebody goes live on you, you know, it's like you're going to get it wrong. Yeah, you don't have time to think. <laughs> yeah, you're going to you get nailed. <laughs> you don't have time to think. And that happened to me, shit, in, I took karate in seventh grade and got into a fight and one of my kicks did work, uh -huh. but ultimately I did not win. Yeah, I mean, if it, you know, it's like one kick may may keep a little distance, but it's hard to knock somebody out. You know what I mean? It it's is. like if if they've got a you know if they've got a rock head or something like that, yeah. you know, you can put a couple clocks onto their dome, and you know they're still ugly as ever coming yeah. at you. You know, yeah, especially depending on what your fist and your wrist are like. You know, uh -huh. I don't really have like super thick wrists for what my arm can throw at a person like max yeah <laughs> you see max throw punches it's a scary Does he have thing a big i don't know he's got a scary punch though i saw him hitting a heavy bag one oh, time really? i'm like forget like that through like, <laughs> <laughs> he can punch right through you like, his yeah through his spine <laughs> yeah his whole body just turns into it it's like okay yeah. oh, <laughs> he's got you, knockout power oh. yeah oh yeah but you know what what you made me think about when you were talking about, you know, jujitsu politics in general, I wish around here, I think we have enough schools to have a little like Gainesville invitational, sort of like what Charles did. Yeah, Charles time. did that. You know, and mm -hmm. I would, I would think that if you just like maybe do like a basic $20 entrance fee, it's a lot of school. I mean, what you got us, you got Global Mints, you got F2, mm -hmm. and then you know more of them than me. You got the Marcelo place on mm -hmm. 23rd. Mm -hmm. Khan's place. And then, uh, Ken's place, Swamp Academy. Swamp Academy, uh -huh. that's full. And then I think there's another place, Star Martial Arts. Star and they, Martial and they Arts. They include yeah. some, you know, a they've little, got some yeah. classes in there. So 
that's five, and I'm, there may be a couple other people squeezed in here and there. So with five schools, <laughs> some people training in their garages, you know, hey, yeah. that's where it all began. That's where it begins for a lot of us, you know. So with with that many people, and you say five academies, if you have ten people from each academy, that's fifty people, you know. And I think Charles was a good person to do that because, you know, he's somebody who touches all those clubs. Yeah, and he's very neutral. And he's very neutral, yeah. Accepted, you know, he's he's accepted Uh everywhere and very neutral. Uh And and I like that, you know, it's like I I like the community of jiu-jitsu practitioners and, you know, I, I wish there was less lines drawn, you know, but I understand from a business point of view, you know, you have to, you know, you have to take care of your business. Yeah. But you know what my thought process is, is I just don't have time. But if I had the time, I would like to do like what you do. I don't know what you do, but what I used to see you do was like roll with different places to have more different rolling partners mm-hmm. to kind of, you know what I'm saying? It, it changes your game up a little your bit. Situation, yeah. Which uh-huh. I don't think anything is wrong with that concept. Myself, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not in the, you know, inter jujitsu school world, so I don't know what. The politics of it is most people have been really cool about it you know i'd say everyone's yeah, you know I mean, certainly you been understanding yeah, I mean, yeah exactly yeah like what's the big deal yeah, yeah, exactly and play pickup uh-huh. games yeah like, so to me I'm i feel like, like it's pickup training yeah, you know I mean, what i mean that's it's just it's pickup training for me game. yeah so you know that's why i say i don't really know where the politics would really even come in you know because it's like if you're paying this person to do this here and you're paying this person here, you're a customer. And that's the other thing, mm-hmm. how I look at it always with anything I do. I'm a customer. Mm-hmm. So I'm the, like, this can be your McDonald's, your this, your that, but this is my dollars and this makes the world spin other than God. And, and so you know, and I've got you my real... dollars and I'm giving you my dollars. There's no complaints because you're getting the dollars. And I'm reconciling it by like I'm going to do two gyms. Uh, yeah, alter ego and games for health and fitness. I tell you, fifteen dollars a month, I'm doing it. And that's what I've noticed and as I've gotten older. I've belonged to more gyms and you know go to more different places and and I'm just it's it's kind of a self orientation at mm. this point. You know, I'm looking out for number one and that's the key. Mm-hmm. You, you know, because I'm a consumer. You know, yeah, and you want to be like if I'm over here, I can catch this one on the way out. If I roll over here, I can stop over there and catch a shower, you know, and at good rates, why not? And at good rates, why not? Why not? And then you're rolling with good people, people you want to know, you know. You know, and like I said, I kind of want to, you know, just as I grow in my jujitsu life, expand, you know, expand Mm -hmm. and just learn more and learn different stuff. Because I learned a lot of... Like, uh, I learned a lot from Charles. A little times that I wrote uh, in his classes, he's uh, very good with explaining and uh-huh. speaking, uh-huh. at least to the way I learn. And and, and he knows, like, the and, and a lot of the moves that he teaches at Gymnastica is in that Andre Galvao book. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, he, he definitely has... I, I haven't caught all the moves that Charles teaches in that book, but... The, you know a lot of those sit out drills and back steps and inversions and you know just some of that cool stuff that that Charles you know knows about and mm-hmm. make sure that we all see it's it's all plugged into that book into that book yeah yeah and it's you have to dig one up are you a reader do you read a lot of books I mean I don't read I ain't gonna lie to you I don't read a lot of books mm-hmm. I'm very good at audio books uh-huh. but uh, if I'm interested in something I can read it I'll put it that way but if it's just like oh read this book man it's cool and it's like oh man this isn't really me uh huh I may thumb through it but if I'm on it yeah I can read it okay and then do you get a lot when you read 
like when yeah, you're I'm pretty from, good at my reading comprehension is pretty uh-huh. good. Because I have noticed, you know, it's like I'll watch jujitsu videos and and but when I read a book, I can really start to organize. You know, a I start to like see the terminology and start to find a place for it and can organize. Oh, okay. Like so you're really good at reading. Like yeah, reading comprehension is <clears> that point. You, you know, I mean, going through graduate school helped. You know, because I had to read so much just to pass tests and do the boards and everything like that. So it's just, you know, it's a survival. You know, in in graduate school. Don't forget, people. Craig's a doctor. He's smart <laughs> as hell. <laughs> so I learned to read. You know, and and you I kind of develop. You know, like an interest in reading. It's like in the army when you know uh, when they ran me. I didn't particularly like to run, but guess what? You're getting up at four thirty in the morning, and they're going to run you down the street. You know, it's <laughs> like if you're going to stay in, you're going to put on your running shoes, and mm-hmm. you know when they tell you to fall in yeah, you're gonna fall to in it's time to roll yeah exactly and so you know same thing that that was like running for graduate school was reading books and so i didn't really like it in the beginning like but exercise. but yeah but you know as exercise go and you build your reps and you build your muscles at it it's like you get out of school and it's like i still like to read how about that you know but i don't have to read the shit for testing you know yeah. with anxiety and stress and worry so hard you know now i can pick up a jujitsu book and read it cover to cover two three times just because it's like yeah man i got a lot out of that the first one i'm trying to be like you okay <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <clears throat> well you know not all books are created equal though you know if, if you're yeah. gonna spend time reading you know that and i think it depends on the author too oh yeah you know because some authors write and it's just like you forgot you know an hour pass and then some authors write and it's like why is this sentence this fucking long like it's it's <laughs> it's, it's right technically but you're taking twists and turns in one sentence, man. Uh-huh. Damn. Uh-huh. And I don't read stories too much. You know, like I, fiction? You don't do fiction? No, not particularly. I don't particularly. like I'm not a bit fiction guy yeah. either. And I don't really do people's biographies or anything like that. You know, I could give a shit. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to learn something, you know, about somebody else. Although I do get it. You know, it's like, these are great people. What they got history? greatness. No. No history? No, Word? not okay. particularly. You know, I, I read self-improvement stuff. Okay. I read, um, you know, jujitsu stuff. I so, read, like, books are like tools? Uh, like meditation, mindset, mm. chiropractic industry stuff. Okay, so stuff you're interested stuff, in. Stuff, it has to be. Yeah, you can, you know, it's like you can give me a goofy book and it's like, I'll put it on the shelf, you know. It's like, I'll, <laughs> Looks cool. I'll keep it around, whatever, you know. It's like, but if I'm moving, I might not put it in the moving box, you know what yeah. I mean? That might be one of those books that donate. doesn't make Exactly. <laughs> I might donate that shit. Books are heavy to carry when you're moving out of a place, let me tell Man, you. Man, I'll yeah. carry that little stack a few places in. That's the worst it, fucking box to hoist. Is. Is. Box, is. But, you know, you got to have them. Like, certain ones, you know, are precious. Even though you don't touch them a lot, it'll just be a time when you have somebody over and it's like, man, let me show you this. But I got to, you know, how you said you bought that Galval book and it was expensive. I have a book, I'm ashamed to say, I bought for like $200 plus. And it was when I was deep into like researching occult stuff, you know. And it's a book um, called uh, The uh, Secret Message of the Ica Stones. And it's these stones. Is it out here? Oh yes, I had one second. Let me grab it. Let me grab this mother. Let me see this two hundred dollar book. Man, put two hundred bones on it. You know, it's just sitting out here. Yeah, man. Let me crack that baby. Oh, and that's that's a tiny one for two hundred. Is it out of print or something? Oh, you got it. This is uh, I think it's banned in the U.S. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) good book. You can't have it. 
uh, well, you can't sell it here. So the way, the only way that book got into this country is when people go to this guy's little museum, uh-huh. and he's dead now, and that's an autographed copy, and get the book. Yeah, in the covers, autograph. Um, so, you know, when I was deep, man, it's like I gotta get that. But I probably could sell it for like, you know, four or five hundred now because people who are deep into that occult research will eat that shit up. You know, is that the guy? That is the guy. Okay. And the whole thing about this is in South America, they have these stones that are so hard that you would have to use some diamond type tool to carve in them. And they have these carvings depict the ancient man with, uh, yeah, depict the ancient man with dinosaurs and all kind of weird technology. How did they do that? So it's, it's, it's the book is deep, but it goes into how it was proven. And then they, you know, different people in the society tried to disprove it or just push it to the side. So he wrote the book and then they banned it over here. You couldn't sell it, but you can bring it here, but you can't sell it. Uh-huh. So I had to scoop a copy. I was in deep. But, uh, yeah, you know, you know, but, you know, and that's a good segue over to the other stuff I want to talk to you about relating to, what's the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> some, of your, some of your honey coupons. Oh, Get a oh. free kiss. Enjoy a night off. Nice. You didn't nice. redeem any of these? I guess you not. You got to enjoy a free doing? concert. I'm glad we found those. Free, I'm glad that you... Here, you hold on <laughs> yeah, to those. Are, yeah, night out at the restaurant. <laughs> Take a look at those. Time to cash them in, baby. Yeah, man. I'm finna... <laughs> you need to catch... Get a different oh, bookmark. So we need a bookmark in here still. Yeah, I don't want okay. I don't want to miss your page, but don't use those as a bookmark. I bookmark. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm going to show Good her Good find, guys. Man got a free kiss coupon. Because I got this book. I remember when I got this book, it arrived when my son was born. Like maybe within the first week when we were in the hospital, I remember coming home, taking a shower, and this book and a couple other books had came. Uh, so it's been a while. So these coupons have to be at least five or six years old. So <laughs> totally. There's no baby. expiration There's date on no, them, right? No expiration date. <laughs> you have two weeks. No expiration date. But, you know, it's fun. Like, the other thing that I want to talk to you about that I was talking to you about is that, and it kind of triggers off of some of this stuff because back in these days when I was deep into researching and stuff, and I was a vegetarian in those days too, uh-huh. I was like on some other shit. Yeah, you did a lot of meal preparation and 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 you made your own uh, pre workout and, and everything supplements, so, and that was cool, man. I remember I when deep. you first told me that. I'm like, yeah. you make your own shit. Yeah, like doing the mixes. You know, I'm comp- the thing is when I get into something, I get like baby spurts of compulsiveness so if I'm interested in how to do a podcast I will be in here until it's fully done and you can go on iTunes and pull it up and it looks like Joe Rogan's podcast yeah like, man I figured that out bam so now my thing is I want to start that's awesome you accomplish shit well you get things done it's like a, a long form ADHD it's uh-huh. like how some people with ADHD they like can't pay attention from like minute to minute <laughs> mine is like six months so it's like <laughs> And then I like I did that. I figured it out. What else can I do? What else can mm-hmm. I do? Mm-hmm. What else can I yeah, do? I man. like figuring. I'm a You're tinker. a growing man. Yeah. And then even in my job with electronics, it's fixing stuff. And like, how, this is broke. How do you fix it? So it's like my mind is almost just geared for fixing problems, not creating problems. So it, it becomes a problem in life, though, when you're dealing with the rest of the world. And you're like, hey, man, well, you know, just do this. And then it's like, you don't do this. And then this has a negative effect on other stuff. And it's just like. You know, I'm trying to fix things, and it's like, why isn't everybody else trying to fix things? Because they're wrong. 
in your right. I, well, no, I, don't, I think I, that's I, pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think wrong and right is real. Oh, okay. I don't think wrong and Cause right. Because they're is doing real. it bad and you're no, doing it good. No, it's, it's, it's polarities. Oh, okay. It's polarities. So it's all Because they're doing it negatively and you're doing it positively. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, However you want to cut it. However you want to cut yeah. it. You know. You're but, still on the uh, on the positive end and they're still yeah, on the you know, ain't doing it right end. But, you know, I think the universal creative creatures has a plan for all of us. So yeah. what it could be is, is that they have to go down certain roads to end up in certain places. Mm-hmm. And even in, I have to go down certain roads and end up in certain places. Because mm-hmm. not all my decisions. But you're going to shine the whole way. You know what I mean? Well, you know, and they, they, they may be shine. dim bulbs. Well, you know, uh-huh. we all can shine through it. We all, all can shine, but there are a lot of dim us. bulbs. But, you know, <laughs> but you got to have, you know, you have to know. And a lot of people believe but they don't know and i think knowing is what the people who quote unquote have made it or the people who maybe have not have made it in the outer world but have made it in the inner world you see what i'm saying because you ever see those people that you just admire their vibe Mm -hmm. and you may Mm -hmm. not know what's going in but what you see at least Mm -hmm. is like man damn i like that person I, i'm like that about you i'm like man i like his vibe you know he just yeah has, he just projects a yeah good energy you and he know doesn't have saying? to be a wealthy person or he doesn't have to be top of the line or he doesn't you know it could be a good person common sense is not so common like when just the i saw people i saw a child that had common sense and i admire that kid you know what i mean it's like that kid is cool mm-hmm. you know what i mean he the wasn't he, yeah he wasn't somebody who you know, like I would look up to in like a adult sense, but you know, as a human being, I'm like, this kid's gonna go far. You yeah, know, that's that's some cool shit. And you know, and the kid had shine. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, and you can find that shine in anybody anywhere. You that know, you can uh-huh. adjust that a little bit so you can sit up straight. I don't want you to. Um, you know, it's yeah. Because I know that sun is in there. Can you hear me in the back? Yeah, you can hear me in the back. No, um, actually, I got this weird little shoulder thing going on, oh, so I'm like trying to lean away. No, it's because my oh, shoulder it's your hurts. Shoulder. Okay, <laughs> it's because okay. my shoulder's been yeah. bothering me. Trying to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. So yeah, you know, if I'm squirming a little bit, it's like, uh. <laughs> okay. Do you want anything to drink? Any water? Anything? Um, I'm all set. We we got good. this baby on fire. Okay, yeah, we got it on fire. Yeah, I hate to slow the flow. We're gonna slow it out. So, anyways, uh, I was saying like. I know you've been working a lot with the mindfulness and last night I was at uh, Earth Fair getting some uh, I, I do the little jugs of high pH water and I fill them up yeah. on, the dispens- on the dispenser great deal guys um, and I saw a book on mindfulness and it made me think about you and I was like yep credit's coming in the morning uh-huh. uh, but uh, can you explain like what exactly at least what are you talking about because I don't know what the overall I haven't really done a lot of research on um, on the term or the the concept as it is being applied nowadays, so mm-hmm. can you bring me up to speed. Yeah, um, I mean, I can I can talk about what I'm currently into. Yeah, yeah, um, just buy. Yeah. You know, and 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 I do feel like you know mindfulness and conscious thinking is a very broad topic. You know, okay. with with a very unlimited you know variety of, of things that we could address. But I've been uh, reading this guy. His name is Joe Dispenza. Okay. And um, he's he is a chiropractor, and he does have a practice in Canada, but he does this other thing. It's um, I, I don't know that it particularly has a name, but it's uh, 
the book's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And essentially what happens is we have belief systems and perceptions that are formed at a very young age and, and our genes are, you know, our DNA is constantly expressing that. We're constantly thinking the same way and those thinking creates feelings and those feelings are emotions and those emotions create experiences and those experiences cause us to act and behave in a certain way and a lot of that's very subconscious we're not even paying attention to that we get up in the morning we get out of bed the same way we have our same routine in the morning we brush our teeth we turn on the water we get in we soap ourselves the same way wash our hair the same way dry ourselves off the same way we are in autopilot. Yeah, that's routine, a, the routine. That's a program running, and we are not even conscious of ourselves during that. And so meanwhile, this thinking that goes in on, on in our mind is usually not that particularly loving to ourselves or helpful or, you know, but it's like that's that subconscious thinking which creates subconscious feelings which dictates how we're going to be in life. And so the mindfulness is starting to just observe that thinking that we're doing, you know, those routines that we're in, just just become familiar with those aspects of ourself and our life. And then once you become familiar with it, then you can start to let some of that stuff go, particularly mm. the stuff that's not healthy for you, the stuff that's just, you know, protection mode, survival mode, the stuff that really isn't getting you to where you want to go because, you know, we still run these programs and and electromagnetically that's our signature and so we attract you know it's like we live in shame you know so it's like throughout the day we do things that we are going to be ashamed of or that going to make us feel guilty about doing it you know what i mean it's like because we we live in that kind of guilty state of being and so we create our body memorizes it and it becomes like an addiction because the body likes those chemicals that it gets you know where it's not a good thing that we're addicted to but the body's addicted nonetheless and we're definitely addicted to the emotions in our body because of chemicals that it releases mm-hmm. so to change that you have to become very conscious of it you have to become conscious of what you're doing and 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 you know start to let that stuff go and once you let that stuff go and start to free up your energy now you can start to put that energy toward what you really want and start to align yourself with what your real goals and passions and destiny is you know it's like in my mind i see myself as is you know the the overarching is a healer warrior you know i see myself in the healing uh profession you know not not just wanting to learn chiropractic but learning reiki and myofascial and trigger point mindfulness and nutrition and exercise and stress reduction you know it's like i like all those schools of thought and then in the warrior side you know it's like i feel like i'm a soldier i like the fight training stuff like that these are the things that that i want to do and so now instead of my conscious energy being my mother didn't love me my brother beat me up when i was a kid i was a dork in school instead of like constantly replaying those scripts it's like whenever that stuff happens i remind myself oh there it is again that's right. I'm a healer warrior. You know, that's mm-hmm. my purpose. That's my mission. That's my focus. That's my North Star. That's what I want to spend my time thinking about. So just as soon as I get up in the morning and I'm brushing my teeth instead of, you know, or get into the shower and, and go, God, my life, you know, it's like, yeah. there it is again. You know, it's like, it's I, like coming back. You know, But, you know, it's so interesting with what you said. You know what that kind of reminds me of? The concept, the concept 
of a baptism. Because in a baptism, in theory, you wash away the old. Now the question is, do people do it when they actually, you know what I'm saying? But in theory, that, and it would be dope if somebody said that in the context. Because in theory, the old you dies. So you don't think about that person anymore. And it's funny, like, I, I, I'll be telling my mom and my sister that sometimes. I'm like, the little, I, I like, kill the little me. He's gone. Gone. You know, and they look at me like, why are you saying that? I'm like, I don't know any other way to put it. It's yeah. like, when I think about my childhood, I think about, it's almost like I'm looking at somebody else's. And not saying my childhood was bad, because it was pretty damn good. But, but you're a different person it, now. But you all of us know like you're saying, the parts of it that could haunt you for the rest of your life, whether it's I was picked on, I was bullied, you know, I felt like I wasn't fed enough, or whatever a person carries from their childhood into their adulthood that shapes them. You know, my brother used to throw apples at my head or whatever. It's like, you have to, the way I phrase it is, you just have to kill that person. You know, they don't exist anymore. Have a funeral for them and be reborn like the phoenix, and now I'm this. It's Uh like exactly what you're saying. I'm like, wow, he's articulating this you know, beautifully, you have to get rid of that person. Now, like you said, you have to figure out who that person is first and what parts, because you don't want to throw the baby out with the bath right. water. Uh-huh. It's like you have to figure out what parts are not benefiting me. Yes. Like harping on this is not benefiting me. I was talking to um, a person, I'll say, and like every time me and this person talks, it's like constant <sighs> childhood shit. I'm like, listen, stop bringing up your, you can talk about your, stop bringing up mine, okay, but it's like, listen, you have to let that go, okay? You know, the things with so-and-so or the things with so-and-so, that was then, you know? So this person wasn't around that much. Whatever, they was around enough, you know? There are people who don't know their fathers. There are motherfuckers on the Syrian border right now just trying to get into a country. You got to get over this little small shit. I'm not, and see, that's the problem with me. I use my techniques on other people sometimes when they're close to me, and it's like, okay, let me pull back because it would be small to me. It may be gigantic to you. Mm -hmm. So I have to like, I'm sorry. You have to get over this thing. Now, to me, I would just put it in a box, process it, and sit it to the side, and we're rolling. You know, maybe because I'm a guy, you know, because these people I'm talking about are females. (laughs) And uh, they got a whole different process. I I, I can't really speak to that neither. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, but... It's like you can't, the bottom line is you can't let those things hold you down. They're like anchors. Yeah, and they are. if you're are. a boat in the ocean, the current can push all it wants. If you have anchors weighing you down, and they don't, it doesn't benefit you. A lot of times it's like, oh, well, I, uh, the other night I'm talking to this uh, Trumpian lady. That's what I call Trump supporters, Trumpians. I'm talking to this Trumpian lady, and she's telling me, so I say, do you think the economy is better or worse after eight years of Obama? The country in general worse i said give me some markers that you can point to statistically because we got google give me some markers because we can answer this question well I, I think race relations are worse and i'm like okay i don't know what your history is but they used to hang people like me for talking to people like you. i'm talking to a white female so i'm like to me race relations will never be worse it can't get worse unless it goes backwards so you please explain to me how race relations are worse because I don't feel different towards you as a white person, quote unquote white person, because that's not even real. I don't feel any different after eight years of Obama. How do you feel? Uh, well, you know, sometimes, you know, especially since it's Black Lives Matters and all this, if I see large groups of black people, you know, I just, 
I, I, you know, I feel nervous. Those are the programs installed in I her brain. That, first just, of all, we live in Gainesville. You live in the country outskirts. When do you see large groups of black people? Well, I really don't. So what you're really saying is, if I saw a large group of black people, I would be. Why are you even thinking like that? Do you, and then I told her, do you notice that everywhere I go, I'm usually the only black person? What if I thought like you? I mean, more white people have killed more black people historically in this country. So what if I thought like you? I would be terrified all the time. I'm always the only black person in the room, you know, especially of how I speak, how I care of myself. I can get into different situations. So I'm invited to a lot of stuff where I'm the only black person in the room, you know. So my to bring that up is to say programming. What in the fuck are you talking about Make America Great Again? What's so bad? It appeals to the program that's it installed in their the mind. I'm like, you have yeah. a job, same person I'm talking to. Hey, this job is hard. I said, this is the easiest job I've ever had in my life. Bagging groceries is harder than this because you're on the hot <laughs> asphalt getting carts. And the asphalt is hot and the sun is hot. But it's so interesting to see, and that's what scares me. It literally, I'm starting to get scared, bro. Because I'm like, there are people who are denying, alternative facts. I'm like, there are people who are denying reality. Gagging the EPA? I know we're getting off topic, but it's still the same topic. Because it's oh, mindfulness. Sure, sure. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, there are people's minds. Like, I, that's why I say I'm trying to talk to people. Like, explain uh -huh. this to me. Explain uh -huh. why you feel this way. You know, we have Google. Like, I just want to talk. Like, because... I'm, I'm confused, you know, I'm trying to get my mind right, and it's like, as I try to do that, it's like, man, <laughs> what's really going on? And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm not the best person to talk to about it because I haven't been paying attention to the news for... Which is good. Which has been good for which me. Which is good. You know, unfortunately, though, what I get is Facebook news, because I do look at Facebook, but I don't watch news, <laughs> and so I get all the craziness, you know, and, mm, and it's the, the most extreme, you know outlier stuff out there and and i just wish facebook would scrub all the political stuff you know what i mean you know, it's like and and give me my kittens and my puppies and kittens you and know puppies. and just make it about that so um you know I'm, I'm not the best person to talk to because i don't know you know the facts on either side you know when i was watching the news i just got so caught up in the talking points and it's like that's what they want me to say you know what or i mean think. that's that's or think, it, or think yeah exactly that's what the media you know which is i don't know if it's separate or or integrated with the political system but it's like that's what they want me to think and and it feels so filtered it feels like it's it's several times removed from what's really going on and what's really important to me that i don't even know what i'm getting but i was talking about it you know just like you know, pull the string, rack, 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 yeah, rack, like, you know? it, yeah, and it's just like, it's it's not, it's real, but it's not real. And I think it's because we live in such a big country. So it's like when you watch the media, it's people talking about something that's covering this gigantic geographic space. But my life really is like in Gainesville. Yeah, in my Florida. life is right here, exactly. And it's like, that's not really here. It's It's here in the greater here, but it's not here in the... The, the here here mm -hmm. it's not really being here now mm -hmm. and so i admire what you do because you have voice you speak your truth and and regardless of you know how people you know take your truth you're still doing it 
And you're still educating the people around you and making sure that, you know, you're you're running with people who understand where you stand. And and I think that's about the best we can do. You know, I I don't know that I'm going to be able to change somebody's mind, but hey, you know, you aren't going to squelch my voice neither. That's the truth. And and something I'm trying to practice, which I was really good at it, but I think this election, like, made me backtrail as I stopped because I used to be really... A person to share a lot of what I was learning on a regular basis because I was deep into a lot of but you know, and I was like you know what let me pull back because it's like sometimes when you're getting a lot and you're just giving all this information it's almost like a person when they're just newly into a religion mm-hmm. and they just want to tell you about it every time mm-hmm. they see it and tell you how awesome it is and I was like well let me pull back because I feel like I'm like just beating people up with all this opinions and information really it was information back then it wasn't opinions but the election just kind of made me just kind of start reeling my opinions out just because it was just such an extreme situation to me at least. But now that 2017 is popping off, I kind of want to just reel back and do some more internal work. Because I feel like this external shit is already crazy. And this you is know cool. what I thought was beautiful that? was that Women's March on Washington. That was like the greatest thing. I, You know, I mean, I, great, I, I'm... My homeboy mama, shout out Miss Donna Talley, the lady that helped me get my first house, went to it. That was a beautiful thing because it was organic and it was natural and it was... You know, people people raising their voices, you know, against something that really was striking a nerve with them. And, and I'm glad to be in a place where, you know, good people can go out and protest and say, hey, you know, this is out of balance. We, we want some balance here. You know, this is too far in one direction. I'm just happy to be in a place. And I thought that was the most beautiful, natural thing to take place. And, you know, regardless, I know it's a delicate social subject here, but, you know, regardless of position, that was a beautiful thing. That was beautiful. And here's the thing. Now, here, let's bring it full circle. Now, the reason that I'm kind of, like I said, that this election got me so caught up is is that our right to do that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Our right to do that is just based upon the concept, this beautiful concept called the United States of America. And I'm fearful that with the way that this next administration has put out their rhetoric and already is behaving like gagging the EPA. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? Again, I don't know anything about oh, okay. that. I haven't well, read yeah, any okay. of the news well, on quick it. Update, uh, he signed an executive order to where now the EPA cannot publish any of their findings to the public. Environmental Protection Agency. Okay, yeah, okay, I don't so, agree with that. Okay, so, but it's stuff like that. So uh-huh. it's like, we have this right to march and gather, but I don't want to be in a situation to where, okay, what if the women do that once a quarter against him peacefully and he gets a fucking attitude and says, write some executive order to make it difficult to congregate and protest. It starts to infringe on those. And that's well, that's when people me. really rise up, you know? See, but that was that's, my thing. That's I know when you people know that do rise soldier, up. Yeah. Uh, it's like, man, it's like some of the people, like when Obama got in, Republicans was buying up the bullets. And now it's like, well, shit. Other people may start buying up bullets just because I'm like, I believe in that constitution for real. Like, I even have a I think I did a podcast on the constitution. I'm going to do uh-huh. another yep. one again. Uh-huh. Black Sloth? Uh, yeah, Black Sloth, we touched uh-huh. it. But I want to do one on the constitution. Okay. Well, we just, I have to do a series on the constitution. But, uh, I mean, and are you big on the constitution? Uh, you know, I... I'm I'm big on myself at this point. Okay. You know, I, I I I don't I don't trust 
politician you you asked if, if I'm big on the constitution I think it's a you know tremendously written document but I think that you know politicians are ruled by special interest groups and money so you know do I think that they believe I think the constitution is great do I think people fight for the constitution not particularly no, they say so they do but they say they do but you know it's like you have a special interest lobbying group you know <laughs> funneling all sorts of money for their cause you know it's like fuck the constitution they could give a shit you know it's like yeah you want to you want to help out my my community or you know my my parcel of land yeah my interest you know then i'll sell out yeah and uh, so that is what scares me because you know my thought process is that that constitution is the one thing that like grants me my right my statehood my my office of citizenship because citizenship is an office you know because remember we're we're a, a a nation governed by the people so when you're a citizen you're the office of citizen that's like real shit like we all hold an office hmm, of citizen it's yep. an office it's you voters. read like the florida state statutes and shits when they talk about offices mm-hmm. citizen is an office interesting you know which is why i don't understand how police is doing crazy shit to citizens because it's like nigga i hold an office that's why it's the, the illegal and the legal thing is critical. Which I think if more law enforcement learned jujitsu, they, oh, yeah. they would know how to manage their emotions, home. you know, in, in delicate situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's you can control somebody, you know, and, and if, if that needs, instead of it, you know, becoming an escalation of violence, you know, to, to an impossible, it's like... Especially when it's like four and five police officers. Yeah. And then what riddles me is like, how do y'all be shooting people 60 and 70 fucking times? It's like a couple of cases. One good neon belly. You yeah, know what I mean? You know, the person <laughs> isn't moving, you know. But I think it's training. All that is is training. Because my mom, as I've said a million times, retired 17 years. And they used to do de-escalation training. And now they do more like escalation training. And that's what the guy told me when I got to conceal weapons. He, he, t- he teaches right over here at Santa Fe. He says, if you yell, I touch you. If you touch me, I put you down and put you down and kill you. So it's like once you're not listening, that's the person escalating. So they say, Mr. Scott, put your hands on your head and I don't do it. Me not doing it is aggression. So they have to escalate. Wow. See, that's what they're taught. But see, mm-hmm. as is, is, if you don't know that as a person, then you don't know how they're thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like when you don't listen, that's considered an act of aggression, and now they have to escalate the situation. Wow. Huh? Yeah. So when you when you see the black guy then they get need shot to teach on the us. highway, <laughs> and he's like backing up to his car, and they say, stop moving. When he took three more steps, that's three acts of aggression. Wow. You can legally put him down. See, I, things I didn't see, know. See, it's scary, but that's the law, and that's the training. Shit is scary, so, uh-huh. you know... But that's why I'm glad I took that concealed weapons class. And that guy was a black, he was an ex-Blackwater guy. So he had 20 yeah. guns on him. Uh-huh. And we didn't know it. But through the class, he would just be popping them out. <laughs> popping them out. Popping them out. Popping them. Take man, off the gun. heat. Fucking heat, man. And everything. But, you know, with all that being said, that's more reason that we need to be mindful. Yeah. Because the shit's going to keep coming. You know? Well, you know... It, it makes it difficult to know what to do in that situation, you know what I mean? Especially if, if if I'm not informed that, you know, it's like if they tell me to do something, you know, that if I'm not, you know, as a soldier, you know, I know how to like pop, you know, when somebody shouts out something. I, You know, it's like, you know, it's like okay. I understand it. I get it. You know, I, I, I follow the authority as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but not everybody's prior service. You know what I mean? And it's like, and 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 I would call that, you know, that that soldier switch that flips in me. You know, when somebody barks something, you know, it's like it cues me up. Um, but if somebody wasn't trained with that, I can understand where, you know, there's there's a lot of I wouldn't be. If, if I didn't serve, I wouldn't stop if somebody said stop. I wouldn't know that I'm moving necessarily. Yeah, especially if they have a gun pointed at you because yeah. most people aren't used I, yeah, to Yeah, I, I wouldn't know what I'm like unconsciously doing necessarily. Yeah. And if they take, you know, some of those unconscious things as acts of aggression, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to make myself physically comfortable. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? It's like, I'm looking uh, at a barrel um, of a gun right yeah, now. Yeah. And that's happened uh-huh. never before. Uh-huh. It's like, stop, don't move. And it's like. I'm already in shock, motherfucker. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm trying not to piss because your things aren't a gun clear. At me. Yeah, like, everything. I'm not a gangster shit. I'm not used to this shit. What? Mm-hmm. So it, it is crazy. It and is. then if you don't know that, you know, it's like an escalation can happen very quickly. You know, and next thing you know, you're at the next sta- yeah, stage of this. Stop resisting. You know, it's, it's like, like oh, I'm not. Doing yeah, it. and we do jujitsu, so it's like you know, a lot of times if you like this and a bitch got his knee on your elbow and they trying to pretty much. Kamora you uh-huh. and it's like I'm not resisting that's just my shoulder socket trying not to get ripped out yeah <laughs> you know yeah it's like stop resisting it's like uh-huh. bitch it's just me in the ground here and you on my back <laughs> it's like you want me to go through the concrete or something you know uh-huh. you know but I pray that more people will be informed because mm-hmm. just like you, just like you, and were I saying, think that's why you have a beautiful voice. You know what I mean? Because you, yeah, because y- most people don't know about if yeah. you don't listen. That's an act of aggression. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Fucking listen. Like when I get pulled over, it's like wrist on the steering wheel. Hello. Can you get your driver's license? Can I reach in my pocket? Sure. Okay, I'm going to reach in my I pocket. Wouldn't, I wouldn't know to say something like that. You, know, you don't I, say shit like that when you get pulled over? You know, fortunately, I don't. I don't. Get pulled over? Yeah. Because why is like an out headlight or something weird that you don't know? Yeah. I mean, I've sped a couple times, but, you know, it's usually far, you know, in between. Um, when I've been on boats and stuff like that, you know, the, like the FWC will, you know, if you're really? out on a boat in the water, you will get pulled over, especially if it's like a holiday weekend. They check oh, everybody's shit. Yeah, and, and boat safety stuff. Really? They'll just run it and make sure you have... Oh, yeah. they they Every single boat. If you've kn- I've been pulled over in a boat I'm way never. more than on the, really? on the roads. Yes. Like on like freshwater, saltwater? In... Uh, Let's see here. Freshwater and saltwater. You know, uh, like in the intercoastal. Okay. On, in riverways and stuff like that. Yeah. Really? Whenever you launch a boat, you know, it's like if there's somebody out there patrolling the water, they will stop you and check check your life, life jackets, your whistle, your registration. You know, they're, they're out there to gig you. Really? You know, and I'm sure boating safety is one of those things. You know, you don't yeah. want somebody, you know, sinking. and Yeah, yeah, the money yeah. safety. Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't be... That, okay, I, I guess that. I really never been on a boat that much. And when it is, it's always in, like, the Keys or, like, some vacation type place. You go out on the Keys and, and you're going to get touched by FWC. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get touched. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to get touched. They're going to... Be ready. You Be ready. Be ready. <laughs> you better only have the lobsters that you're supposed to have. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. My and they buddy. better be the exact right size. size. Yeah, yeah, my buddy. You can get a lot of them. My buddy, uh, Randy... Uh, I shouldn't have said that. My homeboy's dad is in Miami. <laughs> but this man showed Randy me Randy Waters, address, of, <laughs> telephone number. Of like a pound of fucking lobster. But I guess it's so many people. So what they would do is take a bunch of people on the boat. 
and stuff and like they you would just keep going game. back and forth because mm-hmm. there's so many per load per people but they had a fucking I was like I didn't know that was that many lobster down there in cockroaches South of the sea cockroaches of the sea <laughs> cockroaches of the sea or maybe sea. those are shrimp I mm-hmm. forget now can I ask you another question I remember we was talking the other day I'm kind of switching back to the jujitsu uh-huh. and you were saying that you're kind of trying to find new ways to kind of I don't know how I would word it but like Stress, no, I wouldn't say stress, but like get that extra oomph out of rolling and training. Hmm, can you re describe it one more time? Well, no, I'll put it this way. I remember we were talking and you were saying that like rolling sometimes that you're pretty proficient at your escape so you don't get caught in bad positions a lot. Against you know, the people who got your number got your number. People go, okay, but yeah. you did. I remember you did say yeah, that. Like, people who got your number. Like, Charles has my number. He got your number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> escaping from Charles is a whole different animal than escaping from somebody who doesn't know how to pin me. But you know what? That's the other reason that I that I strive. Because when you look at Charles' physique and your physique, you seem to be a lot more stronger. But that technique can outdo the strength, you know. And I'm still trying to get to that point because I have a level of strength just due to my size. But I roll with smaller people and their technique neutralizes that shit every time. Yeah, well, you know, as they say, you know, jujitsu is made for was the great at that. Hector yeah. was a small guy, but, Look, but he'll loop had, choke your shit out, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's just waiting for it. Like, just move. Just <laughs> trap you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's the uh, jujitsu's made, you know, for the smaller, weaker guy against a, you know, stronger, more aggressive opponent. You know, and that's the beauty of it. And that's that's what's super cool about it. But, you know, when you learn the technique, you know, the, uh, techniques work. And, and strength is, is not as effective against technique. That's for sure. That is true. So yeah. that's, that's what I'm going to Because I've gotten technique. eaten up a lot for just being a strong guy. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You know, the Kai put me to sleep. You know, like. I don't know Kai. Like Z's out. <laughs> like, oh, you wouldn't tap? Or uh, it just came on so quick? It, it happened so fast. You know, I was out before I knew it. I was waking up before I knew it. Is really? What it Whoa, was. what kind yeah. of choke did he get you in? Uh, you know, I don't really know. Well, I guess you don't know because yeah. you were waking up. I, I remember Damn. I was, I was like, going I through this. <laughs> I, was, I was doing some mindfulness stuff. So it's like, control your breathing. Relax your body. And I was just, you know, <laughs> and, and we're, we're in a live sparring match, you know. And I'm over here like, breathe slowly. And I was doing like these super long, deep breaths. And then I'd, he, he had put me in a choke, and, and I had escaped that one. And then he rolled over, and, and next thing I know, I'm, I'm flat on my back with my legs up in the air, looking around, seeing everybody rolling. I'm like, what happened? You know? <laughs> Got very mindful. Went to the other side. For Went to the whole other side. But it was the greatest sleep. And, you know, it's like my fate. I wasn't hurt, you know. and that's, mm-hmm. So I do get jujitsu is a gentle art. Mm-hmm. Because I was not hurt, but I was controlled and I was submitted, and I don't have a broken nose or you know a crushed eye socket to prove it. Mm-hmm. And if that was a real situation, he could have did that, ran away, and when you woke up, you just would have woke up, no harm, no foul. Yeah, and and I was able to roll again immediately afterwards. I was really cloudy, but you know, it's like, <laughs> but I rolled again right yeah. afterwards, and then right afterwards, you know, it's Boom. like so it's. It was real. It's a. It was an. It was a bruise to my ego, is what it was. It was a terrible, awful bruise. But yeah. but you know, it's like the ego has no real place, 
you know, there. I, I, I think I've heard that we spend, you know, the first part of our life developing ego. It's important to have a healthy ego to know who you are and what's important to you. But then you spend the next half of your life trying to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. That's the truth. It's almost like you got that, that little kid we were talking about earlier and you develop this ego to overcome him. Because it's like, okay, this little guy, is just, he pops up and makes me nervous and pops up and makes me uncomfortable and makes me unconfident. So let me develop this ego that I can revert to to just, you get in the back room, goddammit, and let me let this guy go out front. But then it's like, well, wait a second. Well, this guy gets the job done, but he's not really me. He's sometimes an ass. Yeah. yeah so you have to let that inner child yeah, back so out. So you got to go yeah. talk. You got to go back to this guy and like come out uh-huh. the closet. So, so what's wrong, guy? What's, what's really going on with you? Uh-huh. You know. And then even with having kids now, uh, I'm very mindful of the things I say and do and their interactions. You know, you can only shelter them so much, but you try to not set them up to be. To have to talk to a psychiatrist in 20 years is what it boils down to you know they may get you stuck know. with it no matter what no, but i but i'm thinking everybody should talk to a psychiatrist yeah you know but, and you're and you're doing your best as a parent you know but I, I have a whole different compassion now you know it's like i love my mother but you know my mother was wasn't raised the way she probably wanted to be raised mm-hmm. you know so she was limited in the way that she could teach me how to how to grow up you mm-hmm. know she was the youngest of 12 and raised wow. by her sisters you know, and it's like, you think a high school girl really wants to raise her, you know, toddler sister? Yeah. No, they got other things on their mind. You, you know, it's like my mom wasn't getting, she didn't know how to receive love, you know, because yeah. her sisters, they loved her. They, they kept her alive, but they didn't like. Yeah, she could have possibly her. felt tolerated more right, than love. Yeah. And then that's hard on a person's, you know mind you know it's like if subconsciously you don't feel like you get the love that you want or or your voice can't be heard or your needs aren't being met it's the you know program. You, that becomes your program. program and then now you're constantly trying to look outside of yourself to fill these needs and get that love and get what you need but you don't realize that you're creating more of the same bullshit for yourself because you can't get it from outside of you mm-hmm. you know you have to find it from within but if you don't have the the apparatus inside to know your worth and, and know that you're lovable and you can, you know, yep. have what you want. And you know what? I th- for the thing that has helped me, the, the mental trick that has helped me is asking the question, what am I? If everybody just says, question. what am I? Are you your flesh? Are you a human? Are you a spirit? I like to consider myself, <clears throat> if you think of the creator, creatures, God, whatever you want to call it, I like to think of that as an endless expanse of, let's say water, an ocean, endless. And I'm a drop, and we're all drops, and the trees are drops, and this great creation is drops, and I'm just a little drop of God. You see what I'm saying? Well, so, we are stardust. You know what I'm saying? We are stardust. This is literally and figuratively. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... So it's like I can work with that concept to kill the ego because now it's not me. It's not, it's not Courtney. It's something All I'm way more universal is, than this guy. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is I know for a fact that deep within this thing, there's an unseen subtle piece yes. of the thing that I call me that is God. Okay? I'm not saying I created the universe. I'm just saying that from day one, I was connected, and yes. I don't need anything else. And everybody is the most Ted Bundyist, murderous psychopath, 
still got that one little drop of God in them because to me God is good bad and ugly you know when lions kill fucking animals that's God you know and it's not good that's why I said there is no good or bad because right, when I a agree. lion kills I a gazelle it's good for the lion and bad for the gazelle no <laughs> it's just it is ills it is, it you is. know, and even with us, even though we have these emotional programs, uh-huh. so I ain't gonna lie. If something happens to my kid, I'm going into a deep depression. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's or just, I'm going it, to war with somebody. I'm going to war, and then going into. You know what I'm saying? So I get that we're humans and we have emotions, but at the end of the day, it just is. Yeah. Donald Trump's president. It just is, people. It just is, mm-hmm. and to me, that's what. Helps but keep me. your voice. But keep. Oh, you already know. Keep your voice. You already know, Speak and that's that truth. balance. And that's the balance. Yeah. I'm still a human, mm-hmm. you know, but I know I'm a spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and I know. To me, that spirit is the droplet of God that I'm talking uh-huh. about. So I just try to stay balanced. That's just yeah. keep a foot in both worlds. Because when I was on that deep studying shit, it's like I was damn near out of this world. I would sit <laughs> in my garage down there for four hours at a time. And looking back, I was like, eh, yeah, that's probably why she was mad at me because I would just go out there and lose time. You know, I'm like reading a book, watching a video, and meditating, and doing different practices and shit. So it's like, I was just, but I'm so deep into metaphysics that I'm not doing nothing in the physical. So then I like boomeranged and got deep into the physical, and now I've kind of slipped on the, me- so it's like I'm like a pendulum. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just trying to, as I grow and go, I'm not in a rush though, but yeah. as I grow and go, I'm just trying to balance it out, and I'm sharing it, so I feel like other people may be in that too. Yeah, I'm just trying to balance that, but I try to surround myself with people I admire. Yeah, you, you know, know, and and there's going to be a natural ebb and flow of of your energies. You know, there's going to be sometimes when you know you're more into that, or sometimes when you're more into this. Sometimes when the family's calling, sometimes when work calls. You mm-hmm. know, so you just you just got to go with the flow on that stuff, and and. You know, whatever interest you spend some time in that, you know, I, I think you're very accomplished. You know, you spend six months hammering things down, figuring out the nuance. Once once you get a, you know, to, to a place where you yep. feel accomplished with it, you know, you can bring that to completion and then begin the next the next thing that you're into. And, and thereby you learn so many different things and you're well-rounded and, and, you know, it's like your horizon is broad. You you. You can look out there and see it's like, what do I want to, you know, dabble in next? And, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, whether you want to go metaphysical or physical, whether you want to go martial or technology, you know, you just have so wow, many different in- interesting things that you do. And it just, it sums you up, but it's not who you are. You know, you, are. You, you have that God inside of you. You have something more universal. You have that unlimited potential, you know, that's, that's, it's... That, bursting that, out at the seams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know that 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 God is in you and all around you and flowing through you. You know, and you're connected with it, and you get that. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get that. And if you connect with that, then particularly, you know, for the fact that you're not that six year old anymore, you've killed that person. You know, I think maybe maybe the term, you know, while effective, you know, it may, may still be a little bit strong, and other people may not like to hear that. But whatever, I agree with you. You know, you're just no longer that person. That person necessarily isn't dead, but you certainly don't think and feel like like Courtney. You know, at at eight, yeah. nine, ten years ago, where your brother was throwing apples at you. <laughs> if he throws an apple at you again, you know, I'll show him the new Our motherfucking <laughs> Courtney. You yeah. know, it's a new me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, but that's the key. We have to let it go and move on. Yeah. Adapt and overcome. 
Yeah. That's that real key, man. That's the real key. And he, I don't know if you saw, I'm building a treehouse out there, too. I so saw that, I'm yeah. I'm trying a little uh, carpentry also. Yeah. It's coming along. It's coming along. And that's good for your spirit, man. You know, it stimulates your mind. It stimulates your creativity. You know, you're somebody who just does yeah. stuff. And you know what? I was telling a person this the other day, and really every time I talk to them, because this is a person that would be like, oh, well, so-and-so, you, you're good at this, you're good at that, you're good at that. And I said, listen, everybody can be good at everything because anything that a human being has figured out another human being truly can figure it out you would be amazed how simple everything is if you just figured it out i work on mris i'm really not that smart you know? i disagree <laughs> entirely you know you can say that but i'm gonna disagree with it okay okay you know but i'm like I have broken it down to where it's simple for me to understand. And even at work, I hear people explaining how they got to why this isn't working. And I'm like, I don't really know what you're talking about, but I know that thing is broke. <laughs> that cap is blown. I'm, I understand you're talking about the resonance of the loop and the impedance and all that. And that's uh-huh. great. But I bet if you just replace that bad capacitor, <laughs> this bad boy will work. You know? But. I tell people, if you just change the way you look at yourself, and that's why sometimes that's conscious uh, Abrahamic religions scare me because it's like you're born in sin. I don't believe that. You know, I don't think the fact that my parents had sex to create me is a sin. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about born in sin. No, I mean, have you, you've heard of the concept. Christian I have, you know, but I haven't really like... It, 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 it strikes me wrong. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't... I was always a skeptical person in church. Mm-hmm. So I always was skeptical. And it probably had to do with a room full of black people praising a white deity, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. my skepticism was up immediately from like, foe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hmm. This shit makes you know, and you know, we learned. But anyways, no, I, but sure. you know, my whole thing is I think people see themselves as imperfect, which we are, and flawed, which we are, but a lot of the systems and the programs say you can't fix it or this, like you said this is what you are i am an alcoholic who hasn't drank in two years no you're not if you ain't drinking no more you ain't no alcoholic but then it depends because i've never had that issue i've never went through those 12 steps so mm-hmm. i'm speaking mm-hmm. on something i don't know about but the concept is there but then it also depends on do you think like addiction is something people do or is it a disease, you know, a genetic thing disposed, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a play on words, you know, to call somebody a recovering alcoholic, you know, it's like, I, I think it helps people to, to understand, you know, the role alcoholism played in their life, you know, the disease of alcohol and then, you know, say I'm not an alcoholic anymore, you know, if you take that one drink, wham, wham. You know what I mean? You are an alcoholic. So it's like, I I think it's just admitting to yourself who you are. That way you're no longer hiding it. Because I think when we start to hide stuff, it starts to fuck with us from the shadows. Mm -hmm. and skeletons. Yeah, exactly. You know, versus when you declare, you know, that this is who I no longer want to be, then you have a little bit more control over it. Because when you see it coming up, you can go... That's what I don't want. That's not particularly healthy or loving for me. And and it's not worth going back to that, you know, when I'm actually looking for this other thing. So I think to see themselves as a recovering alcoholic is a healthy way to see it. But I agree with you. You know, it's like 
if you quit, then you're done. You know, you're not that. Yeah, like if a person says, "Well, I'm an ex-con," which I guess ex-con would be a correct term, but this is, I guess, it's like I feel like a lot of times the way people see themselves There's a stigma limit, in that. It limits them. Yeah. Wait a second. I'll, I'll catch you in a second. It, if it, you can get rid of the stigma, yeah, the stigma. Because I feel like a lot of times people their 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 self image, like in the Matrix, he was like, "Well, this is your visual self. This is your self projected image. This is how you see yourself. Is what you're seeing right now, and that's real in this world. I mean, the Matrix, that first Matrix, bro. You need to go back and watch that shit. It is like <laughs> too correct, and it's like it's the truth. How you see yourself, because you know this isn't real. Like what we see isn't real it's right. how our brain is interpreting light waves coming in touch is how your brain and touch it the touch waves everything is really vibrations yeah you know and there's things beyond our senses yeah, yeah, right now yeah so it's like you may think this girl look fine i think this girl look gross which i would never say that but you know <laughs> uh you know what i'm saying so but, but it's beyond like, all that there's a reality that, there's the truth and none of us see the truth. All you can see is what your brain will process off of the light bouncing off of them. And your senses, yeah. You know, so it's deep because your senses can lie to you. You never do those little tricks on the thing when it says look at the red dot and look at the wall and you see the girl face? Uh-huh. Who knows what they're putting on TV? When people watch TV for four and five hours and then you look at the real world, you could have so many filters that then got put on your fucking senses. That was when I was into that esoteric shit, man. That's deep. Them screens... They can just program a person, and now you walking around, and you're not seeing reality. You're not here now. And it's a lot of motherfuckers, like you said, that's just running programs, which is why they call them first TV programs, programs. <laughs> oh, my program finna come on. And you watch it, and oh, this is what the American family is. This is how we do it, because we're getting programmed. TV, terror alert, red, da-da-da, this, da-da-da, Like you said, you don't watch news, because you're not getting programmed. And you can tell. Because it's like, wow, that guy just seems like, damn, he's just happy for no reason. Shit. <laughs> Nigga, smile is like from ear to ear, you know, but it's because you're not being programmed. Or, wait a second, you're the programmer. You're writing your own program. Well, and that's that's the direction that, you know, I'm, I'm still run by my programs. I can still feel that in me, but mm-hmm. I'm seeing it. I'm I'm starting to, to observe the program. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the meditation is to observe the program means mm. that you're no longer the program; you're the consciousness observing the old you. Mm. And then that's that's the step to you know surrendering that to that to that greater power that's within us. Mm. You know, I don't have to admit all my stuff to somebody else now. You know, this is what I've realized. You know, I was doing a lot of counseling, and I believe in counseling. And I'm convinced that it helped me in a lot of ways, but. I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, so I'm I'm admitting all this stuff to another flawed human being when there's perfection inside of me, you know, that created me, that created this world, that created this cosmos, you know, that I've got, you know, I'm I'm a bit of dust, you know, that is it. Mm-hmm. And and I can surrender to that with inside of me and then that has all the answers and that knows me and that loves me and that doesn't judge me and that'll resolve all my all those limitations into a greater sense of wisdom for me and that to me sounds like the seed of all these religious practices yeah that's the seed like before it grows into all this dogma like that is what they're talking about because like when you say that you could go to church of christ right now and say that on the pulpit and people will be right on board with you because it's the same concept 
You're surrendering to a higher power which lives within, within you. But once you get with the, like you said, the politics, the dogma, the That's stigma, external shit. the mythology, yeah. the alternative history, it's like you're cl- they cloud the the they like they cloud the medicine with, with foolishness. Yeah. It's like, well, can you just believe this? No, you have to believe all of this. Well, it's like, oh, that sounds made up. Well, then fuck it. It's like, well, but I still like this part. Well, you can't just pick and choose. Well, it's like, well, why isn't that written on my heart? Because what I'm feeling is written on my heart, and it says that there. Like, that resonates with my being. Like, what you just said, those are Christian concepts, or those concepts are found in Christianity. And those are the concepts within it that resonate with me. But I grew up from a a church called Church of Christ, which comes from a Calvinist background, which is the literal interpretation of the Bible. Like, you study it like you study an encyclopedia. So it's like, well, no, like this is the word of God written by men who were inspired. The person who created the universe, this is their word. When they talk about the word of God, they're talking about this. This is God's word spoken and written down by an inspired prophet. So I'm like, well, when did God write it? Well, men wrote it. Well, well then how did God write it? They were inspired by God. Who can verify that? Listen, <laughs> we're not here. It's not for the mind of man to understand. What? You can, you, I'm like, so I don't understand because to me, when an elephant is created, that elephant knows how to be an elephant because of the, the program that's put in it by the artist. So to me, my concept is if you want to understand the artist, look at the art. If you want to know me, listen to these podcasts. If you want to know me, listen to them albums. That's how you're going to know me. You know, if you want to know Craig, observe him. You know, I don't. you don't do stuff that's recorded. So just observe him. See what he does. You notice he does mindfulness. He does martial stuff. He does Reiki. He does chiropractic. So you can under, get a, a type of understanding of him by observing. Well, now I'll also say, though, you know, my my reality is i've been wearing a mask for a long time you know who i show up as is different your representative than, than who i am on the inside okay okay because, which everybody has a representative because i hadn't been speaking my truth for a long time yeah mm. i only just started speaking my truth i remember when you know when i was coming on tell me the truth in the first place i'd i'd already start down that path but it's like god you know it's like i'm gonna have to really be honest <laughs> my man. you know it's like yeah. i won't be able to hide you know like and and use my my diplomatic way of speaking about things yeah you yeah. know to ride the fence and yeah. and be riding both ways you know what i mean it's like where you're you know, find a plant your feet. It's like, I don't really care if you don't agree with me because when I check in with my heart, this is how my heart feels. And I'm just putting words to this feeling that I'm having in my heart. And that's what you do. But me, I was thinking, I was analyzing what I would say to, very political. To, to maximize my impact or to create the influence that I wanted to do. I, you know, it's like, that's what I was doing mm-hmm. because I wasn't trusting this guy on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so now that I've started to sit with my heart and feel what my heart is feeling and then try and put words onto that instead of, you know, saying what my mind is thinking, it's given me a lot more access to being true with my feelings and, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, connect with people in a different way. And that's the truth. A guy told me that a long time ago at Winn-Dixie. He said, there's two people it's them and their representative and you're usually always talking to their representative which is their best representation of them 
And that's what my mama said. Before you get married, live with a woman for a few years so you can really see who they are. You know, because we're, like you said, we're really not the first us. And I know for me, I really, to this day, have to wear a mask. Because like I told you, a lot of times, I'm the only black guy in the room. Like, I remember going to my buddy's wedding, one of the nicest experiences, and I'm sitting at the table and somebody wants to talk to me about Black Lives Matter. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Only black person in the and room. And on the inside, you're probably like, this guy needs to shut the fuck up about yeah, this. Yeah, these are people I know. Like, yeah. we grew up together and shit. And it's if just I were like, to say what I was really thinking yeah. right now, yeah. but instead I'm going to go ahead and play yeah, nice. You know, it's this guy's wedding. You know, you know, no, I'm it not, wasn't him. No, it was just another person. Well, it's this other yeah, guy's yeah, wedding. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to sock this guy across the head yeah, with it. you know, with a speech and Even stuff. though he's acting like a goofball. Like, why are we talking about this? Like, do you not realize that just asking me that is making me very, very, very uncomfortable? Because... I would like to just be a human right now, but thank you for reminding me that I happen to be black, which at this point, I damn near feel like a second-class citizen, you know, um, it's just like, you know, and that kind of shit, you know, so it's all different layers, but you have to put on the mask and say, oh, well, you know, this is what I think I do agree with, I don't think they should be blocking highways, but, you know, I think it is, you know, a good concept, you know, I don't know, blah, 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 you just put on the mask, Mm -hmm. and when you go to work, Everybody, uh, mm-hmm. you know, has to put on a bit of a mask at work now because that's business. And, right. Yeah. You know, fuck uh-huh. it. You're supposed to put on a mask. Yeah. It's the yeah. customer, customer uh-huh. service. You know, but in our real lives is where we have to take those masks off, you know. But then it's almost like it's better to take the mask off in front of yourself first because a lot of people are wearing masks on themselves. You know, they don't believe they who they are. It's like, man, you're kind of a shitty person and you're not admitting that this shit you're doing is fucked up. So it's like you're lying. The mask is people on. don't see it. People see don't, don't realize the water they're swimming in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I'm, and I say this really talking about me because this is all like stuff that I hope I can do and have done and continue to do is take the mask off to myself because you don't want to take the mask off and scare everybody like <laughs> <laughs> you know. But it's like okay, like but around know, the right people, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a really good Rosicrucian exercise. Uh, you ever heard of Rosicrucians? Uh-uh. It's a uh, theosophical group. Okay. So like the Masons, is, is this and that, the Rosicrucians, they're more just like studying. They'll, you join them and they just send you shit to read esoteric okay. stuff. But one of the practices was you lay in your bed at night, you know, you breathe calm, and you play your day backwards. You see how far you can get before you go to sleep. I know about that. You know about that? Yes. And it's not their exercise. I just heard it in a Rosicrucian right, lecture. Right. But man, Powerful that is exercise. hard to do, first of all, because it says try to be as detailed as possible. But, you know, playing that day back. And then my buddy Raj taught me a trick grading your days. You know, grade your day. Always try to do a little bit better on these days. You know, how did I interact with my kids? I always try to grade myself on that because, you know, kids will frustrate the hell out of you. You know, how did I associate with my wife? I kind of try to grade how I interact with the people close to me. Uh-huh. You know, it'd be a complex grading system. Though. It's very complex. Yeah. I try to keep it simple. You know, yeah. did I yell at them? You know, was well, it maybe they needed to be yelled at. Yeah. You know, I mean, and yeah. I would say your role as a parent versus your identity are, are two different things. You know, there, you you may not want to yell at, as a parent. You too. may not want to yell at your kid, but if they're about to walk into the street, you know, it's like it's important enough for you to say, hey, you know, get back here right now. No, don't just hear. You know, because you don't want anything to happen to your yeah. kid. You know, you're doing that 
from a loving parent and they may take it as my dad hates me because he won't you know because he's yelling at me no son you know you're about to walk into a street and that's not where you go and it's important enough for me to make sure that you understand that because I do love you more than you'll ever know and that's the thing as a parent now and that's the other thing as from as a from this journey from child to parent is a hell of a journey because you start hearing those echoes of you'll understand one day. <laughs> one day is here and I understand. And I caught myself saying that shit the other day. It's like, son, you'll understand one day. You know, I don't want you playing with these kids that's out here all day with no supervision. You know, like nobody's watching them, son. Nobody. So I would want you to play with them, but it's apparent that they can get themselves hurt. Yeah. And what I'm trying to do with you maybe their parents aren't trying to do with them you know like you know because he doesn't know the greater expanse of my mind you know he's just a child i don't put all that on him but you know what i'm saying i'm trying to do in my physical life you know things that haven't been done to my knowledge in my family before such as bill wealth not saying a bunch of money but saying we have some property here and here. We have a business here and here. Maybe you don't have to go beg somebody for a job when you grow up. Maybe you can come here and build on what we're already building as a family. And, you know, I look at my family as a nation. You know, how much money is going in the nation, out of the nation, and we're trying to build a, like a type of empire. You know, not fully as a nation, but when it comes to these concepts of sure. family economy, uh-huh. you know, I'm always thinking of ideas to you know, for lack of a better term, be like, quote unquote, white folks, you know, and when I say white folks, I'm talking about that 1%, you know, to where we can leave wealth and give our other generations somewhat of a launching pad. I'm not trying to be a billionaire, but I don't want every generation to be starting off from poor. Uh-huh. You know, that this time, uh-huh. that shit is over, Jack. There's nothing wrong with it in knowing struggle, but let's build, generationally build. Mm-hmm. I don't know if their parents are trying to generationally build. I don't even know if they understand the concept. Most people don't. You know, but Donald Trump didn't start out poor. He started out with about $2 million from his daddy. Not saying I'm trying to do that. Mm-hmm. But I just want to give them something. Because I started out with nothing but a hell of a good child, a hell of a good raising. You know, they gave me that and I was able to capitalize on it. But I just want to give them something. So, like, I got two houses. If I die tomorrow, my son and my daughter will have assets. You know, we yeah. got to think like that. We're not thinking, like, especially black people, we're not thinking like that at all. We want to get some money about a fucking car, TV, some dumb shit. I'm like, fuck that shit. Some clothes, some hairdo. That shit drives me nuts. I don't know. You're probably not familiar with all that, but I am. And it's like, we have to build. The rest of the world, you see other immigrant groups pass us because they build. You have a Chinatown everywhere, a little Korea everywhere, a this everywhere, a little Italy everywhere. Because these people are building I'm trying to build so sometimes I feel like some of the things I see other parents do which I just don't agree with in general in this times I'm like man you're not doing that you can't go out in the woods bruh okay first of all that's somebody else's property if you want to go in the woods we'll go camping I'll teach you how to actually be in the woods and make a fire and pitch a tent and we can kill some shit and skin it and get deep in the game I'm about that you know I got my little fishing poles cane poles we can do that but I would rather you not do it like I did it, you know. We just go out with some fucking BB guns in the woods with our <laughs> friends and figure shit out. It was awesome now. It was awesome. But I would have preferred 
my dad taking me out and just teaching me. I see some of these country guys and they can do so much shit. And I'm like, I don't know how to do none of that shit. I don't know how to tie these knots. I don't know how to do all that, you know? And I'm right. trying to they learn. don't know how to work on MRIs. And they don't know how to work on MRIs. But, uh, but yeah, oh man, we're deep into the game. So, but yeah, we got a lot of juice there. So is there anything you or do you have to go? Yeah. Okay, because we ride. But okay, but so those things I want to give to him because I see he wants to do certain stuff, but they want to mimic some of the thing mimic getting to those destinations in ways that I'm not really with based upon the things they see some of the kids out here do and I'm like I'll show you all of that but mm -hmm. let's do it in a way where you're actually learning stuff mm -hmm. you and you're doing that out of love mm -hmm. because you love your kids mm -hmm. and you know and, and that's the way you express your love to them and it's a beautiful thing mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. many other ways too they're spoiled as hell <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know and I'm trying to give them what I got and what I didn't get See, and I do feel as if, you know, because you, you've referred back to your beautiful childhood a couple times, you know, it's, I think it's difficult. It's a mixed bag. <laughs> you, sure. No, I'm sure, I'm sure it was, it was, it was a good childhood, but, you know, it's like you got, like apple, you got apples thrown at your head, you yeah, know what like I mean? It's like it was, it was the parts that make you strong and the parts that make you Right, weak. exactly, and, and. You know, your your mom did a great job, and and I I, I respect. Um, yep, and my dad, my grandma, and your dad, aunts. And, yeah, and and you took. The, see, I feel like we all have that greatness within us, you and know. and whether you get a wisdom from how you were brought up, you know, because some people were, were raised in really, you know, extreme beginnings. Oh yeah, and they still rise up, you oh, know, yeah. and they still become greater than their environment and greater mm -hmm. than the conditions in their life defy the and odds. yeah defy the odds you know because they tap into that that's real and powerful within mm -hmm. themselves and you know and it doesn't really matter where you come from although that does help you know it's like if, if you're leveraged by you know two million dollars you know you know that's a hell that's of a gonna it's not gonna make you happy but it'll ease your nerves you know mm -hmm. what i mean you won't need for certain things you know um and so that's a that's a way easier start. But I've seen people who do have you know finances and who are just a waste of a human life, waste of space. Yeah, exactly. That they, they have no you know sensitivity to others. They think that people you know owe them something, all that stuff. You know, and it's mm -hmm. like you can't walk around and you can you know, but I'm not going to interact with you. You can no. carry on, my friend. No. Yeah, no, and that's you why you have along. to have that balance. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about my wife. She is the compassionatest, you know, just brings balance to our little equation. Because mm -hmm. I'm definitely type A, male, A to B, straight line, no curves. And she's very feminine, you know, uh, you know, just the exact opposite. And that's the key, that balance. That's the key, that balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially in the nation that you... And I think that it's important that you have your mind set on you know something that you want to see for yourself and your family because that's what's going to align you with direction. that direction yeah you know if you don't have a purpose if you don't have a mission you know some something bigger than yourself that you're working toward then you're like a rudderless ship you know it's mm -hmm. if a current comes it's going to push you off this way if it, you know versus if you know what your north star is you know it's like the currents are going to be there but you'll keep you'll keep spinning the wheel you know it's like whoa whoa you know even a even a 
guided missile is is off target 90% of the time. You know, it's always self-correcting. You know, it's you know, it's flying over here. It's like, oh, target's over here, so it flies over here. Oh, target, you know, and then it just finally winds its way like into that alignment and you know, precision, boom. But it's not. It's only precision like one tenth of one percent of the time. Wow. You on, know, on its actual journey. On its actual journey, it's it doesn't go linearly. It's you know, getting pushed by the wind. Yeah. And everything, and it's just. Fighting but it's just self-correcting there. the whole time. Hmm, I didn't know that. Yeah, and and so you know, if you have a north star, if you have a purpose, if you have a mission, if you have you know this nation of a family of a life that I want to build for for the ones that I care about most, you know, that way they they start from a different station in life. They don't have to start from nothing. Mm-hmm. They start with something because I had a mission, I had a purpose. You're self-correcting for that, but that's that conscious thinking. You're like, this Trying is a nation that in. I'm building. Yeah, you're you're just constantly triggering that thought. This is my family. This is my family. This constantly. is what I want. And really having, is- having kids just turns it on automatically. Yeah. And here's the thing, too, I'd like to add for the people out there in the world. It's not always about a money thing because my parents gave me lifestyle. For instance, my father went to college. So I grew up, you know, looking up to a man who had a college education. So that was something, especially in the hood, to be able to say, well, mm-hmm. my dad has a four-year degree. You know, most people don't know their dad. Their dad don't even live with them. You know, my dad lives with me. My parents are married and they went to college. Mom's a college. So I had a lot of, I had some shoulders to stand on so far as psychological pride and value. Whereas then I had friends whose parents smoked crack, you know, were in prison. So it's like just that. If, you, if a person can even just say, I want to be a successful individual within my own life so that I can set an example for my kids that's giving them a basis because a lot of kids don't even have an example you know for a basis that's why you know we see a lot of the stuff in the world with the violence and the gangs and that and does make me sad because they don't even have somebody to look up to in their parents and mm-hmm. say well my parents work every day so at least I'll go work every day you know I'll at least pay my bills I'll at least sustain a life you know it's scary to think that there's some people that, that have trouble sustaining a life you know and it may or may not there's no faults but it's just interesting to wonder how do you get to that point point. and back to what you were saying the thing about I think that would be a great metaphor too the guided missile has anybody ever used that as a metaphor for I, I read that somewhere yeah. okay because I was going to say that, yeah. they haven't that's a great yeah. metaphor yeah I, I don't none of this stuff is original <laughs> okay, I was like man that's, that's yeah. really good stuff there I was like seeing yeah. it and everything uh-huh. yeah it's, it's not an original thought I wish I do come up with some pretty good metaphors sometimes you know but it's like I, I, I I've read a lot of books so you know I've, I've kind of caught that's wind of stuff. a lot of good metaphors in my day you know things that describe different things Word, uh-huh. word, yeah. yeah, man. But you know, such is life. You know, we shall stay on our journey as missiles trying to reach whatever destination. But I also to say blow that shit up, boom, to blow up the spot, baby, to blow up the spot. But I think, yeah, I got to go get ready to get my daughter from okay. my mom's and my son from school. Fine. But we, uh, man, I think we hit them with what's ninety four minutes? That's about an hour and a half. Hour and a half, bitches. You know, that's what they're not ready for. All Play the joint. Play the You're going to have to play my jams. Play the jams. And I know you got some special music, so we're going to hit them with it. Is there anything you want uh. to leave the people with? Hey, speak your truth, man. Tell me the truth. I got faded tattoos. I got holes in my shoes. Got a beat up guitar. And-
right, all right. Yo, I want to give a big shout-out and a big thank you to Craig for coming through and hollering at us. I mean, it's always special when somebody can take some time out of their day and really, you know, shed some light with some people. And, uh, yeah, I advise any of y'all, if y'all are interested in any of the topics uh, that we covered, man, Google, man. Google, get some books, YouTube. You can usually listen to a lot of books if you can't afford to buy it. Man, they have an audio version on on uh, on YouTube. But something I am knowing and feeling is that in these climates, environments, and political times, it is imperative for us to be aware. And it is imperative for us not to let external forces have an effect on our internal universes. See? So it's like, it's very like a double-edged sword, you know? It's like, okay, I must be aware of what's going on around me. Okay, restart your PC now. Um, I must, we must be aware of situations that's around us. But at the same time, we have to be mindful and conscious that we cannot let external things mess up our internal universes. And with that said, you can find us on www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. Stop it, computer. Um, and get our links to all of our stuff. I don't really care if you do any of that. All I want you to do is listen to this podcast and hopefully it'll bring some light into your life. Remember this, people. If you can't tell the truth, don't talk about it. Diggity deuces! Did you ever get that feeling? The road of life is long, long. So, so short for some Live it up while you can Because you can
said it before, say it again from now on Without the load, the rudder the ship bucking the star In other car, there the soldier decide what going on In the house of Lord, that is my meditation Man, I really change the world, injustice and wrong Man, I make a difference, it only gonna take one Did you ever? Did you ever get that feeling? Did you ever? That we turn to his majesty when I'm alone 